All right, time to get started on Thursday. And you know, producer Bailey, who you don't hear from him very much because he's still in school right now. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's doing, a good student. What do you what do you call that? It's not it's not teleporting. It's remote. He's working remotely. You know, when you he's like helping people, us people who work from home, for example, they can right. do that electronically. What is that called? Maybe remotely working. Yeah, it's working remotely. Yeah, it's not teleporting. Well, no, I think I, that's something yeah. supernatural. Yeah. It's not real. You're not right. So you know he's he, he goes to school and sort of time shifts what he does. We're, we're excited for him because once he graduates, he'll be here in the room with us every single day. Right? And we'll so, really get to you know dig in with producer Bailey. So, but not yet. So not till mid May. We do all the producers mailbag stuff. You know in. Uh, not in his honor, but, you know, just because he's not For here. him. Right. Straight from our Facebook page. Okay, Angel sent in, Jody, I need to know where to find the $12 Adirondack chairs. Oh. <laughs> First of all, Angel, thank you for the note. Um, they're really not Adirondack chairs, or they wouldn't be $12. They're not real. They just look like that shape. Right. And they're plastic. Well, I guess technically they're Adirondack, because they are that shape. I, I mean, would say they're Adirondack shape, style. Yes. Okay, so I got these for me and Murph. We put them on the side of the house, which is a lovely little place to sit and look at the stars in the evening mm-hmm. after we walk the dogs. And we've been doing that a lot. And I'm just in love with how comfortable they are. And they were light because they're plastic. Um, everybody, I've gotten more messages. Like Cynthia wants to know, also, where did you get the chairs you left me hanging? I got them at Walmart mm-hmm. in the outdoor section. Like they have a bunch to choose from. Different colors. They had them in every color. They had red. They had yellow. I almost got yellow because yellow is such a happy color to me. And I almost got yellow. And I think it would have looked good, Murph. But I mean, I'll trust your judgment on that. It would have stood out. I went with a deeper, a deep brown. Mm-hmm. So it sort of, you almost know, almost looks normal. It goes like, more like a real one. It does look more real that way. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Aren't real ones adjustable also? You they can better make them be. adjustable, yes, to have more of a layback. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a neighbor that had the real thing. Of course, I mean, I guess as a kid, they, they really weren't making plastic Adirondack chairs. That were, it they only had that the one real, kind, right? It was either the real thing or you didn't have them. You had the folding kind like Sam was talking about yeah. with the straps. The you weave know? thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got them at Walmart, but I would check any store in their outdoor section right now. The yeah. you know assortment of plastic, comfortable, I look real, but I'm not chairs is huge. <laughs> Unbelievable. And we love them. So thank you for reaching out on our Facebook page. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Next hour, someone claims that they've created the easiest diet ever. Mm-hmm. And we'll, I guess, have to put it to the test. We're going to dig in and figure that out for you. Coming up next, though, first Hollywood outsider of the morning. The books you'll want to read now because they're making movies soon. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All righty. You know, I do a lot of reading. <laughs> and so we have our Not So Serious Book Club. But in, And sometimes there's something that we've read that's going to be turned into a movie. And that's yes. super exciting. Many movies Although start that the way. movies don't usually live up. They just don't. Girl on a Train didn't live up. Oh, it did not. You're so right. Mm-hmm. It was a great mm-hmm. book, but mm-hmm. the movie was a snooze fest. And Emily Blunt was great. I will say this. One of my favorite books, The Help. One of the best books I ever read was The Help. And the movie was wonderful, too. They only changed a couple little things. And I was it was super evident to me because I had read the book and seen the, I saw the movie very close in time. Right. I think it's because the book has to do with your imagination. It's true. What you picture in your head can't be matched. Because no. it's in your head. You said it. There's the quote of the day. What you picture in your head cannot be matched. True. 
Thank you, Murphy. Okay, so I recently read this book called The Nightingale um, by Kristen Hanna. It was wonderful. They're making a movie in 2019 of it, okay? I also picked up a book called The Goldfinch, a Pulitzer Prize winning book, and I had lost it for a little while when I lost that big stack of books, Murphy. Um, (laughs) That movie is being made, and it was just announced that Ben Wolford, we told you this yesterday, from Stranger Things, the kid from Stranger Things, the one who plays Mike, Mm -hmm. he got a big role in that movie. That's a big deal for him. It's not the lead kid, but it's an important kid, and that's mm-hmm. all I'll say. In the this, Goldfinch. Is, this is the second thing he's been cast in, right? Um, yeah, he was in It. He was in yep. the movie It, too, so he's got some big screen yep. potential. I kind of felt like he was the lead on Stranger Things the first season until yeah, I met Eleven. Like it. Until you saw Eleven, it's like, oh, she might just take over. Okay, and now... There's a book that's been a lot of um, love given to it and, you know, New York Times bestseller list called The Female Persuasion. And um, Nicole Kidman has signed on. Uh, you know, recently she did another book that became a movie. The and stuff that's, like that she touches lately turns into Yeah, gold. it became a series, Big Little Lies. But a big smile. Can you guys, and just a little bit closer together, guys. Hey, Mom, you want to play Angry Beaver? Okay, so Nicole Kidman signing on means... If you're interested in this story, read the book first. She loved the book and reported loving mm-hmm. it. We're going to put all these on our Not So Serious Book Club for you now. Look for the movies in 2019. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, uh, as you know, um, First Lady Barbara Bush passed away a few days ago. And, you know, when when somebody with that legacy passes, you hear a ton of different stories. Quotes. And, yeah. and those things. And one of those is... Uh, what she told Hillary Clinton in transition when Hillary was becoming first lady under President Bill Clinton. That's next. Toughest things to ke- uh, to teach your kids. We've been getting a ton of calls and Facebook posts on this. And so we'll share more of those next hour. And we'd love to hear from you, too, at 877-310-4MSJ. So the other evening when we heard that Barbara Bush did pass away at her home in Houston, surrounded by family and friends, well, family, that's when... On social media, you start to see all these beautiful quotes and things that she said. Funny, Mm -hmm. uh, how blunt she was and the beautiful wisdom. You know one story I did not know about uh, First Lady Barbara Bush? Yeah. Was that she, her her hair went gray or white in Mm -hmm. like the 1950s. She was still very young Mm -hmm. when her hair turned that color. Mm -hmm. And she decided at that point she wasn't going to color it, wasn't going to mess with her. And that kind of, as you know, it became her signature. Right. Yes. I heard her. I read a quote somewhere where she said, "Why would you? Why would you want to hang around with somebody who cared about that so much? They'd be so boring. Meaning, somebody who cares about superficial things. Yeah. It's just not enough depth. That wasn't enough depth for her. It's unusual that was cool. for a lady in her, you know, twenties or thirties like that to. Mm-hmm. to no say, kidding. That's what she, she said so many poignant things, so many funny things, so many blunt things. I wanted to share a few with you that you know, came across in the last couple of days that I bookmarked. Are you ready? Okay. Um, to the Wellesley College graduating class in 1990 when she spoke there. At the end of your life, you will never regret having passed, having not passed one more test, not winning one more verdict, or not closing one more deal. You will regret not spending time with your husband, a friend, a child, or a parent. True. Woo! Yep. Very true and simply stated. Yep. Um, another one. Did you know that she was so, so blunt about Jeb, her son Jeb, running, you know, for the presidential nomination in 2016? Do you know what she said? Mm-mm. There are other people out there that are very qualified, and we've had enough Bushes. 
Huh. She said that? She said that in 2013 yeah. wow. when asked about it. Wow. And ouch. Yeah. But that was a fun dinner night at the, at the house. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I'd always heard how blunt she was. I just had never heard that. And one piece of advice that we were told, I read that she gave to Hillary Clinton in 1992 uh, regarding handling reporters as first lady. It's pretty simple. Avoid this crowd like the plague. <laughs> and if they quote you, make darn sure they heard you. Ah, uh, she used the word darn? She actually didn't use the word darn. <laughs> oh, okay. But we we do here. Okay. And isn't that so true? Yeah. Um, because once something is printed... Everybody believes it. Right. It lives forever right. as yeah. truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It becomes that quote that goes everywhere. Good piece of advice that she gave to Hillary. From First Lady Barbara Bush. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'll let you know why Beyonce may actually break the internet again, again? this weekend. Got music news. Last weekend, Beyonce broke all kinds of records with her set that she performed at Coachella because at one point in time, 458,000 people were watching it live on right. YouTube. Wow. She uh, did some stuff with Jay Z. She brought back Destiny's Child and her during sister, that Solange. set. And what's funny about it is if you go on YouTube now, you can actually watch the official performances from all the other acts that were on this past weekend. Yeah. But you can't watch Beyonce. Because she had it all, all her stuff removed. She still, control. She still controls it. I did find a little clip, but this is from a fan audio. Not quite as good as the no. uh, professional setup. Performance but, was so hot. And, yeah, it was why it all over the place it. after that on Sunday on, on, on social media. She had a band. She had the choir. Dozens of people up there performing. And everybody said it was one of the most legendary performances ever, ever. But... Be prepared because she might do it again this weekend. At Coachella, you do two weekends. You perform the first oh, weekend, really? okay. perform the second weekend. Uh, she's up again this weekend, and she's putting out some hints on social media, like different songs that she didn't perform last week. There's a picture of a roadie case with different songs post notes. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be cool. her Everybody's again. like, wait a second. She's going to do a whole new show? A whole new if, set, and if right. You, if you watch it, a lot of work went into this show yeah. because with all everything coordinated the way it did, and so if she's got a second one planned for this weekend, it's like, Wowza. I want to be there. And she's another reason, set a new record. Another yeah. reason for her to tight control is it, it and not give it to Coachella to send it out to the world is the rumor is they'll make a documentary of her Coachella performances and right. she'll go see it at the theater one day. Yeah. Right. right. Something else I found out, too, if you notice, she does walk the catwalk out there with mm-hmm. Destiny's Child and by herself. Coachella doesn't allow catwalks into the audience. Wow. But when you're Beyonce... Sure. Slay on say. Whatever you want to do. They call it. (laughs) I also want to let you know the nominations are in now for the Billboard Music Awards. It's coming up May the 20th on NBC. Leading the way this year, Bruno Mars. Please tell me he's performing. I'm hoping he does because I've already seen the commercial on NBC for it and it's got all the big names performing. Uh, But Ed Sheeran and Bruno Mars tied with 15 nominations each. Really cool. Kelly Clarkson is going to be hosting it this year. Oh, that's awesome. Look for her to perform as well. That's coming up, like I said, May 20th on NBC. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next. Apparently, there's a new trend in dating. Sam is doing it. I believe so, yes. And it's not a good idea. (laughs) Tell you about it next. 
You can always listen on your schedule on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's just easy to you know download at any time. You go to murphysamandjody.com, Google it, and uh, also come hang out with us after the show because we do an, a new episode every day of something that you will only hear on the podcast. Sam, the other day on our Instagram, you got a comment from Jessica, uh-huh. and she said, yeah, I love the new glasses on you. But um, she also wanted you to know that she fit all the requirements of your list. Ah, my Meaning dating profile. You're dating right. the things you were looking for in Which a person. Which is now offline because I've taken it down for a little while. Okay, to take a break. Yeah, and what's funny is, the, I guess it's kind of the way I'm doing this. I found they actually have a new name for this. It's the new trend in dating called serendipidating. What does that mean? And, you know, uh, serendipity is it, whatever happens, happens, yeah, yeah right. stuff by chance. Oh. Apparently, a lot of the uh, a lot of millennials are getting off the dating apps and just letting dating happen by chance. Oh, and it's not working. I guess I can be sort of accused of doing because you know I really haven't gone out but there to find. Okay. But dating happening by chance, meaning just waiting for it to show up. Or if you need somebody, I mean, or just going to run into somebody, it's just going to happen by chance that you know you never don't try too hard, something will happen. I mean, what's what's so wrong with that? Why is that considered a bad idea? The experts are saying it's a mistake to do that because you really need to put in the work if you want to get the date. Think of it in different terms, Murphy. Uh, If you were thinking of not dating but business, would you want to just hope that you make it, or do you want to actually put a plan in place and work the plan so you'll make it? Well, now that you put it that way, right? I can speak his language. I can speak Murphy's language. Okay. And even when I was on the dating apps and the websites, I really wasn't putting in. Tons of effort. Right. I was waiting for something to happen. So I I feel that, meaning if you really want to date and find someone, you do need to put a plan into place. Right. However, the sentimental person in me says, I do believe in the serendipity-ness of it. That's kind of what I... That's how I... I I mean, I don't want to be high in the sky in Pollyanna, but yeah, if if it's meant to happen, that's saying, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. I think... You know, look how many times I went to Home Depot and whatever happened there. You never met, I put in the effort again. there and I can't ever find her. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's sort of a, that's not like expanding your social circle. You'll have to do more home improvement places than that. Yeah, I can yeah. do Lowe's next time. I didn't plan to meet Murphy. He didn't plan to meet me. Yeah. It happened that well, way. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have a plan, right. obviously. We still don't 20 yeah. years later. Serendipity marriage. Yeah, see? Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. What we're going to get from those investigators who've been looking into Prince's death because they're making an announcement today. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It has been two years since Prince passed away. In fact, coming up this Saturday is the exact two-year anniversary of his death. A lot of and, festivities this week, too, in Minneapolis. Yeah, they're calling it Prince Week, right. and rightly so. Okay, so prosecute, today's a big day, though, because prosecutors in Minnesota are set to make an announcement on whether somebody, or more than one somebody, will be charged in their two-year investigation into his death, mm-hmm. this accidental opioid overdose. He was found, of course, unresponsive and alone in an elevator at Paisley Park. Um, two years ago, and the autopsy found that he died of a fentanyl overdose, which is a synthetic opioid, 50 times more powerful than heroin. Right. Bad uh, stuff. And apparently, as the investigation goes on, and we we already knew all of this, that during the search, authority, authorities found numerous pills, you know, in all kinds of different containers stashed around his home. Mm-hmm. So... Well, today's the day. Somebody got that stuff for him. Somebody was aware. Somebody prescribed it, too. Yeah. 
So uh, that's what they're going to kind of let us know today with the criminal investigation. Right. They, they, all the information is out there. The family can decide on what they want to do in the civil lawsuit. Side of it. Yeah. Right. So this is, if it's prosecutor, so it's a criminal right. announcement that will be made today. Whether mm-hmm. it be, you think it'll be one name or more than one name? I honestly, I don't even know who's involved. So mm. like you said, it could be the person writing it, could be the person getting it. Somebody knows. I mean, somebody's involved and that's why. Okay. Look for the announcement today. Um, news from ABC and Shonda Rhimes who creates, I don't know how many successful shows, but tonight is the absolute finale, series finale of Scandal. I need to see you. No. Come here to the White House right Right now, no. Fine. Terry okay. Washington not walking. A, not this, a season. This is it. This long-running political drama. Yeah, it's it. You could always go back and binge it anytime right. you want to. If it's one of those, um, Shonda Rhimes says, and probably don't expect to see any spinoffs because it's you know she can do that, and people mm-hmm. who work with her can do that quite easily. But she said she told all the stories with Scandal that she intended to. So this is it. Tonight, the series finale on ABC. She's still got ABC. What, about seven or eight other shows on. <laughs> about seven or eight. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Um, Abby Lee, out of federal prison now, but some not-so-good health news. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, time to get started. It's third, Well, I guess it was time to get started probably a little while ago, but you know. Depends on what time now. you get up. Yeah. Okay, guys, you know I'm binge-watching the show This Is Us. I just finished season one oh, last you night. Oh, finish. Okay. I did. I didn't like that Did ending. you? Yeah. But I do, I want to talk about Kate. You know, I love the character Kate. Mm-hmm. Toby. Kate. So, you want to be fat friends? I can't fall for a fat person right now. I just, I really root for her. I don't know. I just feel her, mm-hmm. and, and I just really love her character, and I cannot wait to see where she's going to go and what's going to happen to her and Toby. Um, but, you know, in season one, and you don't have to watch the show to appreciate this, and, and I want to hear from you on it too, ladies. In season one, she went to a retreat, and it was this place where she could regroup, and she did this instead of having, like, weight loss surgery. And it's a place to meditate and exercise mm-hmm. and go to therapy and all this kind of stuff. And every section of that storyline, when she was there, I was like, ah. <sighs> Oh, I just need for the that. Relaxation. I felt like I would love that. Yeah, I think most people would love that. Some you know? sort of like I need to get away, put my phone down. Yeah. What's funny to me about you saying that, Jody, is you know we've joked, you've teased me actually because I've not taken my guys' weekend. You've done your girls' weekend a couple of times, and, and we'll continue. Everybody needs a little getaway, but I've actually thought about doing just that. Yeah. Do one of those kind of retreats where you spend time. You know, it's it's Book focus it, time and meditation and everything. Just for a couple else. days. Yeah, and it's just a you know it's basically a therapeutic. Yeah. See, some people do it for weeks. I don't think we could get away with that. No, <laughs> I think you could definitely benefit from a couple of days, and yeah. I think that you should. These places offer massages. It and stuff too probably that's what i'm saying wow. right. they specialize in different things some of them are spiritual based some of them are zen based i some looked of them are- into one years ago remember when i was doing a lot of yoga and i looked into a yoga retreat it was a three day four three or four day thing but it was way expensive and i just decided mm, not gonna do that in the family within the family budget right now mom right. disappears for four days and so does this much money you know <laughs> but it just made me feel, feel like oh and I was thinking ahead to May which is when I always take my mother's day Saturday and I go away yeah. instead of filling it with shopping and retail which is what I normally do maybe I should go chillax somewhere for the I, day I wonder if you could actually sit still for that long though Jody as much I mean I know that you do like to relax but you do not sit still well for long 
You'd need some sort of a like really engaging getaway weekend. Right? <laughs> exactly. Partial relaxation, part intense. Like Maybe. keep her busy. Yeah. We'll look into it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, someone's come up with what they call the easiest diet ever. We're going to dig into it, explain it, and see if it really is the easiest. Okay. Coming up next, I have one of those little low blood sugar episodes and tore into a bag of something I shouldn't have torn into last <laughs> night, Sam. Jody gets to play uh, detective on some mornings, Sam. With she, what? Before she heads out. I, well, a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she finds little wrappers and things, and so she knows that sometime between the time we went to bed and the time that she's woken up to be here, that I had one of those low blood sugar episodes and probably went and you know had to treat to bring it, it up. It usually involves like an empty orange juice container and a box of cereal. <laughs> And crumbs, and I'm like, oh, somebody had a must-have midnight snack. Murphy, you don't pour this orange juice on the cereal, do you? No, no, no. He no, doesn't no. bother with plates no. or cu- bowls. But you know, being a type one diabetic, and a lot of times that I don't wind up with the whole insulin low thing, but. Sometimes it just happens, mm-hmm. and you have to be prepared for it. So you treat it with a liquid, and that really should be enough. But I think what happens is in the middle of the night when I'm not quite awake, the hunger is exaggerated. And that's where, I mean, I get more hungry than what is real. Yeah. So I don't stop at just when I'm treating mm-hmm. is the problem. I start looking for the other things to eat. So you like drink orange juice or lemonade first to actually treat it and bring it up, which is a fast way to bring up a blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Just smart, that straight sugar. But then, yeah... He snacks hard and heavy. But, I, but if there's something that I know that I can eat that's not really over the top bad, I'll do that. But la, you know, last night uh, I tore into the the bag of candy labeled on the front "Phoebe's Do Not Touch." <laughs> Our youngest daughter's. Now, but here's the problem: it's Christmas candy, and so it's a gummy bear. Yeah, well, it's going to go bad anyway. It's my low blood sugar stupor moment. You know, I kind of I, I thought, well, this is you know old candy now. So I went in there. I, there were some Snickers minis in there that were pretty good, and um, and then I stumbled across a a caramel filled Santa Claus. Oh, was he still fresh? Yeah, but it, it kept Looked me like a crime scene. It, huh? it, it kept me busy for about ten minutes. It was a chewy, chewy thing. Yeah, I hate that for you, but I know about that exaggerated hunger from one time when I was pregnant. And I had to fast to do the blood clo- uh-huh. the blood glucose testing or whatever. And so I had to fast. Mm-hmm. And then they had che- checked my blood. And on the way out, I was so hungry. I think I, my blood sugar was low. And I could not have eaten a Subway sandwich quicker. Yeah. Right. It's just weird. I don't know if it's it's just a physiological, psychological, or both response. But the hunger, in, if I don't really stop myself and go, wait, wait, wait. You've had enough to treat with. <laughs> Your body's it, lying to you that you need exactly. to eat. Yeah. So yeah. do you have to now explain this to Phoebe or replace it? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not saying in a word i just gently put the bag <laughs> back I and i don't know where you'd find a caramel fold santa claus right now <laughs> <laughs> That's true. coming up next with murky salmon okay not on this diet a santa claus that's caramel filled <laughs> um someone has come up with, up with what they say the easiest most simple diet uh-huh. ever we'll tell you about it next and see if you think it's easy So what is this about the easiest diet ever, Jody? Simplest diet ever. It's a dietitian, a Danish dietitian. <laughs> Not Danish that's in the company machine. Oh. Yeah, that I would be gotcha. the opposite of a diet. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Jody. <laughs> okay, she's also the, the, uh, the CEO of a biotech company. She did this diet herself. Created it, uh-huh. did it herself, lost 88 pounds in 10 months by following her plan. And she says it's okay. the easiest ever because... And is it real or is it one of these fly-by-night? No, it's it would be real. It would be something that you could do 
if you would do this, right. it should yeah. work. You know, it's, it's. I see where Sam's coming from on this because Fly probably on this very day in 1921, somebody came up with and professed sure. on the papers that day mm-hmm. the easiest diet ever. Guaranteed right. to work. It's, okay, it's, yeah, we've, it's heard it for, we've heard it for centuries. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's to the point where sell. you really don't believe it because, yeah, 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 easiest diet ever. Okay, I guess the word easy here, meaning you don't have to log anything, you don't have to weigh anything, you don't have to count anything. You do, do you ha- have to do anything? Yeah. <laughs> right. you do, this is it. Okay? You do four handfuls at each meal. One handful of protein, one handful of carbs, and two handfuls of vegetables okay. and a spoonful of fat, now, meaning oil or however you want to cook it or season it up. And that's just as your measurement guide. You're not literally saying grab a fistful of vegetables, grab another fistful that's of vegetables. That's your measurement. Some portions. Yeah, yeah, your hand. Your hand being proportionate for your stomach and body, meaning however much meat you should eat, Murphy, is your hand size, and however much meat I should eat would be my hand size. Uh, now, is that my, is that making a fist, or is that fully open? Can it, I eat a steak that handful, big? Handful. I think there open. Yeah, just, now, do I use my left hand or my right hand? How do you do it? This is supposed to be easy. I thought this was the easiest diet Four ever. Four handfuls. One handful of protein, one of carbs, and two of vegetables, you know, uh, and then one spoonful of fat. She did this for a long time, 10 months, lost 88 pounds. I got to say, it kind of makes for sense every meal. because I, I remember like just Weight Watchers, for instance. They, yes, all, they, all, they, current, they sometimes say handful. Like when you're eating the meat, three or four ounces, a handful of chicken. Right. Something like, for you oh, to okay, identify it right. with. And this is every meal? Three meals a day like this? Three meals a day like that. It doesn't say anything about huge snacking. Is there anything on there about a handful of ice cream? No. Handful of candy, handful of french fries. Handful of Cheetos. It's called the Scandy Sense Diet. We'll post a link for you at murphysamandjody.com. Text us 877-310-4675. All right, next. More of what you say has been the hardest thing for you to teach your kids. Leanne is next with two things. Love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ to call or text us. Um, And this week, we want to hear from you on what do you say is the hardest thing for you to teach your children. Leanne, you've got two the first thing's pretty simple because these kids are so into social media. Uh-huh. I try to teach my daughter, who's 16, how to be more uh, social and open and speak well to people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get her to get a job for the summer. And every time I say, hey, go in there and get an application. No, 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 I can't. Come with me. Oh, and I'm God. trying to be the teacher of assertiveness that's one thing yeah. and then the other thing is uh, teaching her how to drive because yep. um, responsibility as a uh, parent trying to teach these kids because we're the ones sitting home worrying about them mm-hmm. there's so many uh, rules and regulations when it comes to teaching a kid how to drive and you don't want to teach them your bad habits because <laughs> you've been doing it for 30 years right but uh, those are my two big teenage things I'm trying to teach my kids yeah. how to be more social and how to drive properly and not lose their cool. <laughs> Those are big. Those are big. And the social thing is ginormous because mm-hmm. because kids are connected not in person but more electronically and that is not a life skill that's not going to help them in an office 
of the future dealing with human beings. My daughter Maddie has that same issue. She she can get on any of the sites mm-hmm. and she's a social butterfly. But when it comes to right. in, in person getting her to do stuff, she she did the exact same thing you're saying, Leanne. Can you come with me? Yeah. Can you come with me? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, thank so, you, Leanne. Oh, thank you. I listen to you guys every morning, and I love you guys. You're thank, great. Thank oh, you. Thanks for that. We, Have a great one. We appreciate the call. She's so right about the uh, bad habits driving thing, by the way. Hmm. I have had to really dial it back because, you know, what do I say? Not that I did anything wrong, but I've had to be uh-huh. really cautious about, you know, it's it's like anything, I you're guess. You're being watched. Everything yes. you do behind yes. the wheel, you're being watched. They're, they're, they're not, know it. They're not dangerous liberties, but you realize you fudge on some things that you would never have done. <laughs> oh, when you, you were mean the rolling the stop test. sign, huh? <laughs> and they'll do what they see you do not what you tell them to do you are so right leanne we are the example 877-310-4675 patricia coming to you next 877-310-4675 you letting us know what do you find is the hardest thing to teach your children patricia what's yours i think it's to take care of money and pay attention to credit they want everything right now. Huh. Yeah. Teaching them that, you know, they're going to grow up and they're going to get credit cards and it's not going to take too long to get into a mess of debt. Yeah. And credit cards are just everywhere. Yeah. So I taught my son real young about credit cards. I gave him a credit card when he was 10 mm. um, on one of my accounts. Mm-hmm. And we talk about when you use a credit card and when you don't use a credit card and wait for things and how to save for things. Yeah. And so when he turned 18, we helped him to get his own credit card, and he had an $800 limit on it, and boy, he learned real fast that at $10 at a time, you can max out an $800 credit card. <laughs> right. Yep. And we let him suffer with paying it off at $20 a week and seeing how his money was coming in and had to write back out at somebody else to somebody else, mm-hmm. and he didn't own it. Wow. And he got that paid off. He gave me the credit card back. He said, Mom, please don't ever give this to me oh, again. Oh, <laughs> Wow. You did a good yeah. job, you know. You, you're the proof that teaching, it's not a one-time sit-down yeah. conversation. It is something you do throughout their childhood. You know, it's constant, and especially since we all use debit cards now instead of cash so much. Mm-hmm. The kids get used to watching you pull out a piece of plastic and swipe and pull out a piece of plastic and swipe. Yes. And it's so mm-hmm. important that they understand what's credit and what's debit and what that you're means. really actually paying cash. Right. Mm-hmm. We've looked at... at credit card statements together, you know, in the corner where they tell you if you pay the minimum, it's mm-hmm. going to take you this long and yeah. cost you this much if you pay a little more. So he really gets the whole idea of how much extra he's paying for things. Right. And right. that led to a conversation about paying yourself first and having savings so that when you really, really do want something, you've got some money put away Boom. for it. You're speaking Murphy's language now. <laughs> Super exciting. Yes. Pay yourself first. <laughs> Have a great morning. You too, Patricia. Thanks, Patricia. Call us anytime. Actually, explain that to our youngest daughter, Phoebe. And, well, actually, and to our oldest daughter, Taylor, who now yeah. has a job. But that's really, it, it feels like it's the you know most difficult thing to do. But once if you really pay yourself first and you put it away and you ignore it and don't touch it, that's the easiest way to save. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more powerful when you start out young that way if you don't ever have to touch that money because it will grow you know over your years. But... So many people find a way to, you know, justify not paying themselves first, even in the toughest of moments. You know what I mean? It's just great advice. So thank you, Patricia. You can weigh in on this too, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. More big life-changing news from Dance Mom, Abby Lee Miller.
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Abby Lee Miller of Dance Moms just spent a year in federal prison. She was just let out, wasn't she? Recently, weeks ago. And fix this hair, because it's horrible. And she wants you to fix your hair and fix your face. Those your uh, close to her say a changed that woman. from inside the prison. That was Absolutely not. <sighs> in fact, you might would have expected her to keep her mouth shut in prison. Right. Anyhow, so Abby Lee Miller, when she she had lost a lot of weight and there were talks of plans to do a book and, and you know, start a new show mm-hmm. and just start over. Um, it was also reported earlier this week that she had emergency spinal surgery this that. week. Well, um, after doing that, they got an, onco- an oncologist involved because apparently she's been diagnosed with mm-hmm. cancer. Um wasn't the Cancer surgery like lymph nodes. they had to do the surgery immediately because it was threatening her life. Yeah, and excruciating na- uh, neck and back pain. So when they did the surgery, they found out, okay, we definitely have some cancer here. You know, they're going to figure out now what the next steps are as far as chemotherapy or radiation or even more surgery. I mean, it apparently is very um, treatable. Mm-hmm. So but she's just got that now to face. And they're even saying maybe that was also one of the reasons she, she had such such a big weight loss uh-huh. while she was there. Maybe she oh. was also sick. Okay. So, um, Abby Lee Miller, that's what's going on with her. Uh, you know, Sam, that today's the day the NFL tonight is going to announce the regular, the full regular season schedule. Yeah. Been waiting for it. All 32 teams know, you know, who who they'll play at home and who away, but they don't know the exact schedule, but that comes down right. tonight. You can look for A lot that. of watching parties going on tonight. Okay, also we know now, um, after losing First Lady Barbara Bush this week, that she will be laid to rest on Saturday in a private invitation-only funeral. Mm-hmm. She'll be buried on the grounds of the George H.W. Bush Presidential Library, which is at Texas A&M University. Uh, that's where their daughter... Robin was buried in 1953. Remember they had a small child who Mm -hmm. had leukemia? Robin. That's where Barbara will be buried. And then there's going to be a funeral held um, in Houston at St. Martin's Episcopal Church, which is where they attended often. Okay? Um, And then she'll be there uh, for the public to pay their respects on Friday. Sorry about that. Being laid to rest. All right. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30 why investigators will be making an announcement today about Prince's death. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, I realize it's been all over social media for two days, but um, I just wanted to you know, point out one thing to me that really jumped out about all the coverage of the ill-fated Southwest flight and that tragedy that happened on Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that's the focus on um, on the pilot. The pilot. You know, obviously, the sympathies with the, for the family and the tragedy that you know one person died in the incident all mother, of those things are huge. mother of two but um but the pilot story to me is just amazing because when you hear about this is somebody who took manual control of a, of a plane that literally only had one functioning engine and we know that you know many of those types of aircraft they can fly with one engine right but when the hydraulics are also damaged and you're having to do a bunch of you know workarounds and manual work and this pilot you know Joanne Schultz is She's former Air Force. She kept her, kept her cool. Even when you hear the tapes, the FAA tapes for the tower, mm-hmm. you know, when she was having a radio and saying, we need to make an emergency landing, she was so calm. She's she a so former collected. fighter pilot, right? right. And so, and it's and not that you would expect anything differently. I'm just saying it's amazing <laughs> to me that with so much going on in the back, and obviously all of the passengers were 
very upset and right and so she's just you know calm and focused on making sure that that plane lands safely in philadelphia at a very rapid descent rate and you know isn't that what she's trained for though and that's what she's supposed to do in that in that Mm -hmm. situation and i'm going to say this i had trouble the tuesday night and yesterday even reading about it because you know it's a, it's that a is a story. nightmare a living nightmare to me yeah. if i if that had happened to me and i had been in that descent i probably would never be able to fly again my state of mind i mean you guess you'll see there will maybe some passengers in you know what this is the first time we've Trauma. ever seen anything like this where you had one guy on the plane who was facebook living it mm-hmm. the Everybody oddly else. enough the wi-fi was still working through all of that and so <laughs> he was able to do a facebook live no joke and um so you see kind of like all sides of, of what happened here. But they'll um, probably make a movie. After reading but, after reading all that and and, and hearing her mm-hmm. voice in the cockpit, it reminded me of Sully from back when yes. the Hudson River landing. Totally. He did what he was supposed to do. I mean yeah. the person who's equipped for it, they were calm, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, by the way, I, I, I said her name incorrect. It's it's Tammy Jo Schultz. Mm-hmm. Got is, it. Is her name. But anyway, we just wanted to acknowledge that, that act of heroism, you know, and, and and really all of the staff on you know who were on board that flight, um, volunteers, the nurses, and those people. It's amazing where the heroes come from mm-hmm. at a moments like this. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, so there's a new trend in dating. Sam, you are doing this. I think I am doing it. Apparently, it's not a good yeah. idea. You can always listen on your schedule on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's just easy to you know download at any time. You go to murphysamandjody.com, Google it, and uh, also come hang out with us after the show because we do an, a new episode every day of something that you will only hear on the podcast. Sam, the other day on our Instagram, you got a comment from Jessica, uh-huh. and she said, yeah, I love the new glasses on you. But um, she also wanted you to know that she fit all the requirements of your list. Ah, my Meaning dating profile. You're dating right. the things you were looking for in Which a person. Which is now offline because I've taken it down for a little while. Okay, to take a break. Yeah, and what's funny is, the, I guess it's kind of the way I'm doing this. I found they actually have a new name for this. It's the new trend in dating called serendipidating. What does that mean? And, you know, uh, serendipity is it, whatever by happens, chance. happens. Yeah, yeah right. stuff by chance. Oh, apparently a lot of the uh, a lot of millennials are getting off the dating apps and just letting dating happen by chance. Oh, and it's not Which working. I guess I can be sort of accused of doing because you know I really haven't gone out but there to so find. Okay. But dating happening by chance, meaning just waiting for it to show up. Or you're if waiting you're, to yeah. meet somebody. Yeah. I mean, you're or just going to run into somebody. It's just going to happen by chance. That you know, you never don't try too hard. Something will happen. I mean, what's what's so wrong with that? Why is that considered a bad idea? The experts are saying it's a mistake to do that because you really need to put in the work if you want to get the date. Well, think of it in different terms, Murphy. Uh, if you were thinking of not dating but business. Well, you want to just hope that you make it, or do you want to actually put a plan in place and work the plan so you'll make it? Well, now that you put it that way. Right. I can speak his language. I can speak Murphy's language. Okay. And even when I was on the dating apps and the websites, I really wasn't putting in tons of effort. Right. I was waiting for something to happen. So I, I feel that, meaning if you really want to date and find someone, you do need to put a plan into place. Right. However, the sentimental person in me says... I do believe in the serendipity ness of it. That's kind of what I. That's how I. I, I mean, I don't want to be pie in the sky and Pollyanna, but yeah, if if it's meant to ha- that that saying, if it's meant to happen, right, it, it'll happen. I right. think. You know, look how many times I went to Home Depot, and whatever happened there, 
You never met. I put in the effort there, and I can't ever find her. Well, but yeah, I mean that's sort of a that's not like expanding your social circle. You'll have to do more home improvement places than that. I can do Lowe's next time. I didn't plan to meet Murphy. He didn't plan to meet me. Yeah, it happened that way. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't have a plan. Obviously, we still don't. (laughs) Twenty years later, serendipity marriage. Yeah, see. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'll let you know why Beyonce may break the internet once again this weekend. Sam's got music news. Now, the latest on Beyonce for this weekend at Coachella. Of course, you know, last weekend. Wait, it was uh, called Baychella. Baychella. Last weekend. Yes, because or she put on a performance like they've never seen. 458,000 simultaneous viewers on YouTube watching the live stream while it was going on. And um, what's funny about Coachella is they put all their highlights up there after the fact with all the artists, except you can't get any Beyonce ones because she controls her own image and said, no, you can't do that. She's controlled her own images like that since the Super Bowl performance where afterwards she makes some crazy faces when she's dancing. And then they were frozen and used as memes because she looked kind of crazy in some of them and she didn't like that. And rightly so. See, I figured this was just a case of she and Jay-Z are brilliant business people also. Yes, they are. And so, I mean, if if it's her stuff that she created, she should own it. She... That's one reason, but it's also because of what people are going to do with it after. Right. Right. I do have a little snippet of it. This is from a cell phone camera, though. Uh, We'll get the cease and desist on that one later today. The news news here is, though, that she's preparing a whole separate set. It won't be the same thing. She's performing again this weekend because when you do Coachella as one of the headliners, you do both weekends. And... From what she she's got a little tease she put out on Instagram on social media uh, with like this uh, roadie case with all kind of post-it notes stuck to it of different song titles, not the songs she performed this past weekend. So but everybody's new like, stuff. So she's going to do a whole new set so this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Any of those Destiny's Child songs also? Will she do that again? Destiny's Child was this past weekend. I don't think she's going to bring them back. Doesn't this look weekend. like it. Doesn't look like but, it. They weren't sure she was going to show up with him last week. She's got so. a song with Lady Gaga, too. Remember that? That would be exciting. Yeah. It's called Telephone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that wasn't one of the post-it notes, but okay, fine. it could show up this weekend. Fine. Anyway, look for that one. By the way, and if you see the cat walk out into the audience, a little trivia tidbit here. Uh, Coachella doesn't allow artists to have a, a cat walk in the audience, but uh, Beyonce said, I'm uh, Beyonce. She doesn't know that word, allow. Put the cat walk out there. <laughs> uh, also, going to let you know about the B- B- Billboard Music Awards. They have announced the nominees. Bruno Mars topping the list. <laughs> 15 nominations. Ed Sheeran's up here with him, too, with 15. Imagine Dragons, uh, they came in with 10. Uh, that is coming up May the 20th on NBC, hosted by none other than, and this, she, she's hot right now, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. She's going to be your host. She's always hot. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Big announcement coming today from the prosecutors who have been investigating the death of Prince and whether someone will be charged. We'll do that for you next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So prosecutors in Minnesota today are going to make the announcement to the public on whether anyone will be charged in the death of Prince. It's been two years coming up this Saturday. It's the anniversary of his death and it's a two year probe into his death. And we know that it was found, the autopsy found he died of an accidental overdose of fentanyl, Mm -hmm. which is something that is 50 times more powerful than heroin. It was found all over Paisley Park, like stashed Number in different places. Yeah. And and so somebody 
made sure he had that. Somebody knew. So it feels like to me we're going to get a name, well, more well, than one name. It'll possibly. be something. It'll be uh, some friends of his or his uh, his group or maybe a doctors. doctor prescribing it. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So that happens today from prosecutors in Minnesota. That's the criminal part of the investigation into Prince's death. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, you guys got the uh, simplest, most simple diet in the world down. You understand it now? We you did that earlier this morning. Uh, so everything basically fits in your hand. Yeah, it's a dietitian and CEO of a biotech company. She, she did this herself for 10 months and lost 88 pounds. And so she created it. It's called the Scancy Sense Diet. I'm sorry. Scandy since diet, like Scandinavian. Yeah. Okay, so it's basically you don't have to measure anything or weigh anything or count. It's at dinner time, three meals a day. You do um, four handfuls: one of protein, one of carbs. Imagine just a handful of carbs. That's probably how you're supposed to eat it. And then two handfuls of vegetables. And one spoonful of fat, meaning oil or however you're going to cook the vegetables or whatnot. Right. Don't go over on the fat. Don't go over on the portions of those, that breakdown, that combo. And so there's no snacking in between? Is that what that means? Apparently not. You have to dig deeper into the book. That mine is just the, what I have for you is just the summary of the diet. But that's the three meals a day, how you break down the portions. Funny, got to be able to have snacks though, huh? I didn't hear anything about desserts either, Sam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm willing to bet desserts are slight or a couple of times a week because I believe in dessert every once in a great while. The problem is you can't eat big fat dessert every day. Just a handful. You just can't, right. All right, coming up next, we're going to go into the producer's mailbag without producer Bailey. Yeah, we'll we'll take care of it for now. Um, And everybody wants to know where we got the $12 chairs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Those answers, that answer next. We try to, and we get to every comment and question on our Facebook page and Instagram, and um, after we talked about the $12 chairs that Murphy and I have on the side of the yard that we like to sit in every night, mm-hmm. um, they look like Adirondack chairs, but they're not real, obviously, because they're $12 chairs. Plastic. Yeah. Um, Angel asked, you left left me hanging. Where did you get the chairs? I've been pricing the real deal. They're so expensive. <laughs> um, Angel, they came from Walmart. Okay. Shocking, um, isn't it? Plastic. Yeah. They had them in red and yellow, and I want to say teal. I was so tempted to get yellow, but we got brown, and they look more real that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I love the way. I think they're super comfortable. I wonder if anybody's feeling anticlimactic that it was just so, you know, no, if every you're a, day kind of a Walmart purchase. If you're a purchase, bargain you know? hunter, you're feeling awesome. No, but yeah, because I've seen those at the Home Depot or Lowe's and even Target before. So exactly. Yeah. I, I love, love those kind of chairs because it's not a huge investment, but I get so much out of it. It's mm-hmm. my favorite place to sit and read a little chapter of a book here and there. Um, Cynthia also said, where did you get the chairs? That's all I want to know. Walmart for us, the outdoor center. Like you have to go get the sticker off the chair, bring it to the checkout girl, and then they help you load it. That's the way I did it. Thanks for clarifying the process. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us on while you work. Coming up, uh, we're going to hang out after the show. Why don't you come join us for the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Got a new episode that we do every day. And uh, you know, today, if you're an aviation buff, you'll actually appreciate... Um, some of the, with the the Southwest tragedy that took place. Not only are we talking about the heroes, mm-hmm. but there were just some to me very fascinating things about made uh, what, what made that landing so miraculous and um, so impressive. So come join us after the show.